When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said... Let's get this episode started. Uh, Howard, uh, let's welcome the super producer back. We haven't had him on in a while. <laughs> we haven't had him on in a while. And you know what? I got to be honest, Howard, uh, we don't, haven't had the trouble we're having this morning with the uh, last few we recorded without the super producer. What's that say? I hear well, crickets, I think, I, crickets I think in the background. I think, I think it speaks for itself. I think... Um, you know, when you get professionals involved, sometimes what I'm thinking about is all the professionals that were in that were sorting out Afghanistan and how well that sorts out this week. So sometimes Ooh. professionals are overrated, you know. <laughs> um, maybe that's what it is. Sometimes professionals are overrated. Oh boy, oh boy, Jason, Jason, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad you're here, but you know, hey, I get apparently we're gonna. Apparently, you're sort of like the professionals that ruined Afghanistan. So, you know. <laughs> no, not necessarily. He brings, <laughs> hey, this is what happened, Shane. He brings a lot of equipment 
and a lot of training to the seat, but at the uh, but at, to the table. But at the end of the day, we just need a couple dudes talking. Yeah, there you go. Right? There you, you go. Know what I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, speak. Okay, so we'll get to the we'll get to the point here then, because um, listen, it almost was after last weekend. I had an episode where it might have been just just you and Jason talking, just a couple well, of dudes talking. You know what? And you know what happens a lot. Some people don't get famous till they die. So maybe you would have done us a favor, and we would it would have propelled us to the top. We would have had. Uh, I should know? have. I should have put so, a lot more thought so into. To how was it? I, this is what I want to know because mm-hmm. you teased us all week about this ER story, but I don't know if it's you, the kids, the girlfriend, whatever's going. What what happened? What, what how come you were at the ER? Well, okay, so so last weekend was our big our family's big three day family reunion that we have at our campground on our farm. Okay, and we're talking. There's like 50, 60 people come. We got family members that come from Indiana and stay all weekend. And so of course, big family reunion, especially a three day one where we're camping. There's a lot of food, a lot of food involved and just a lot of hanging out. And so Saturday night comes around and man, I start, I start feeling, I don't feel so hot. And what it feels like is I'm having a huge cramp in the middle of my chest. Okay. Now I'm not a young dude. None of us are young dudes. Okay. Speak Um, for yourself. Okay, I am. I'm speaking for all of us. We're not super young. <laughs> We're not a super young guy. Uh, and you know, and my dad, my dad died of a heart attack at 49. So um, I've had this happen to me before. This cramp in the middle of my chest, but um, this lasted for about a half hour, and it's bad. I'm, a, you know, there's 50 people in the our camp in the in the like call it the party barn at the campground and they're playing some, some game. And I'm kind of like trying to stretch out my chest to get this. I got to go outside. I go outside. I'm leaning on the suburban hood and I'm starting to sweat. My back's starting to hurt. And Christy, she's like, is, is everything okay? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Well, I got a cousin who's an ER nurse from Indiana and she comes and she's like, well, what's going on? So I start describing the symptoms and, and my mom starts freaking out a little bit, you know? So she hands me a baby aspirin, says, take this. And they tell Christy, get in, get him in the suburban, get him to the hospital, get him to the ER. So it's like 10, 10 o'clock at night. And it just, just so happens one of the headlights is out in the Suburban. Well, sure. When you said put you in a Suburban, I thought, my gosh, that's the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> that's the final nail in the coffin. So I was, gonna, I was just going to drive myself. Okay, I was just going to drive myself because I'm like, she's not used to driving my car. There's a headlight out. We're going back roads. I'm having her taking me to Galleon Hospital because they have a cath lab, and I'm thinking – uh, if I go to the other hospital, they're going to have to take me there anyways if something's going on. And Because I don't know what's going on at this point. I never had this chest pain like this. And so, she, you know, we, we, we get in the Suburban. She's driving. 
But the campground is way back in the middle of the field in a woods. So we're driving. When we drive, it's it's a through a stone, nice stone driveway through cornfield. But it's like an eighth of a mile, quarter of a mile. And um, she's not driving very fast. Okay. (laughs) She's kind of, because it's bumpy. And I'm thinking, I'm not saying anything because my chest is hurting. But I'm kind of like... Man, There's geez. no sense of urgency with her. No sense of urgency. Hey, <laughs> the, the, the headlight out should only be high or low. She should be able to flip it over and get the other one to come on. Well, right. she got she got the she got on. What well, and it just so happened, and the, and the real funny part is, is my my stepdad. He's in the pickup truck behind us because he's got to go to Kroger to get some buns. Yeah, because he, so he should have the- just took you to the hospital on the way to the. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And he's got to get to Kroger before 11 o'clock. And I found out afterwards he was on the phone talking to my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, listen, if there's if he's really having a heart attack, I think Christy's trying to make sure he has it. You know, <laughs> like, like, and he goes, I, he tells her the next <laughs> next morning, like, hey, remind me to call the ambulance next time and not jump in the car with you. If I'm just, and she, you know, she's a good sport about it, but, but halfway down the lane, she's, she pauses and she goes, Hey, we didn't take our stuff to spend the night at home because we're going to the hospital across the County where we live. And she's like, maybe we should go back and get our stuff. So we you can know, just go from the hospital to the house. And I'm thinking, well, we got, I got to get there first. And, um, and so yeah, we make it out the farm lane and, you know, out where my parents live, you know, it's day, there's woods on both sides. So she's going a little bit extra slow, trying to, trying Did to. Did you just tell her, let me drive, honey? I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, but, but then, but then she's like, well, which way am I supposed to go? And I'm thinking, is this, it's a pretty easy way to go. You know, this is, this is how we it's the back roads that we kind of almost go home and she, then she cuts a corner and we almost bottom out the suburban and, and it's just become, it's starting to become comical. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and we get, and we turn down one road and we, and she misses the turn for the road. I wanted her to go down and she almost comes to a stop and she goes, well, should I just back up? And I'm like, no, no, just go to the next next road and so she goes to the next road which takes her to this to the highway that goes into galleon okay now i know that we can't go all the way in on this highway because they're doing road construction because a good friend of the podcast todd has told us told me like this is this road's closed you're gonna you know you have to take a side road in a you know from a discussion earlier in the week so I know as we get up there, we're going to have to get back off onto some side roads. And I said, well, up here, you're going to have to take a right. Well, she she slows down at the next three roads, unsure of which road we're supposed to go. Like, this is the area she grew up in. Did you tell her half mile or one mile? What do you mean she grew up in that area? This is her. This is her home. This is her homeschool. This and she's she's like not sure. Did she go to college? Road. She's an ex, like an executive at UPS. What are you talking about? That's, she's that's a legit, the problem. That's that's the problem, right? There. She's in that's logistics. Right 
she's in international <laughs> law and logistics. Yeah, so hey, you know, if she had been, if she had got knocked up when she was seventeen, had four kids by the time she was twenty-one, she'd know how to get them roads. She'd know how to drive on a gravel road because she'd be living on them. She'd know where every Walmart was she at would have too. Have a sense of urgency. Hey, she'd have a sense of urgency because the ex and the and the kids would have beat into her by now. <laughs> she'd be trying to get there to get rid of you. So her success is a disservice to survival. <laughs> well, well, anyway, so the road we have to turn down is right where the road close sign is. So now she's panicking because she's thinking we can't get down the road that I just told her we need to get down because the road. And I'm like, honey, it's just go up to the sign and we can go. So we get past this part. You know, she's already slowed down for three roads. And it almost turned around because the road close sign looked like it was keeping us from. So we were, go, we were going in a, a side road into Galleon, and uh, it goes from 55 to 35. And she s- slows down to 35. And I'm thinking, you know, my chest is still hurting. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, come on, are we going to get there? I, mean, I could see the hospital. Like, if we got pulled over at eleven o'clock at nine ten thirty, would bring you there. The yeah, cop you would bring you there. You would take us there. So, you know, long story short, we make it there, and she 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 felt bad. She took her time a little bit, but she was trying to be safe. She didn't want to hit a deer. She wasn't comfortable with the suburban. And uh, I didn't really. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What comes? The suburban is the flagship of the General Motors Truck Division. I mean, it, it doesn't get any more. I mean, Biden travels in a suburban. Well, I listen. I felt I felt like it was the it was the right vehicle for the job. It's better than it's better than being in a hearse. I can tell you that. And so, and so, and so we get in there, and it was obviously the right place to go. These the people at the Galleon emergency room, super professional. They give you a nitro and hooked you up right off the bat and said, well, well, the worst thing was, is we got there and I had to go to the bathroom. I had to to go to the bathroom. And so they coming out to get me immediately. And I'm in the bathroom and I think they were a little bit irritated. Like this guy's having a heart attack and he's going to the bathroom. Wait, Elvis. Hey, I wouldn't let you Elvis. That's, that's where the King died. My granddaddy, (laughs) my granddaddy died on the toilet down in Memphis. So they they get me wheeled in. They they you know boom. They're taking blood. They got me hooked up. They take my blood pressure. Um, Boom boom. You know and and I'm starting I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit better. But they establish okay. We don't think you're having a heart attack. All right. And so so we start to get a you start to ease a little bit. You know and and. And then I can, you know, I'm starting to tease Christy a little bit about how slow she drove and stuff and kind of ease the tension a little bit. But but what ended up happening is we had a great ER doctor. He comes in, he starts questioning, you know, well, what were you just, what were you doing tonight? I'm, well, we had just eaten. Well, here he came to the conclusion, I, I and, and I knew I couldn't eat corn on the cob anymore, Okay. That's Why? I, 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 because you know what, it, what? No, because you know what it does to me. It makes my chest cramp up. <laughs> so I have no idea. But um, so there was a dish that I had eaten that had a little bit of corn in it, 
And he explained to me then that what happens is, is it does not agree with my stomach or whatever. And my the bottom of my esophagus is squeezing so tight to keep the acid from my stomach coming up into my esophagus that it feels like I'm happy. He goes, listen, it, that it, if you feel that again and then you didn't eat corn or whatever it is you're eating, he goes, then you're having a heart attack because he goes, it feels the exact same way. He goes, but this is what I think you had some like acid reflux and we got to get this, we got to get this fixed. He goes, because if you don't, then it's going to eat a hole through your esophagus and stomach and everything else. So, so long story short, I found out that my heart is actually really, really good. Um, I don't have any problems with my heart despite my family history, but I definitely can't eat corn anymore. It doesn't matter what form it comes <laughs> because, um, that was about the worst. I mean, that was about the worst pain I've had in a long time. And, uh, you know, but, but the next morning, you know, of course my, my stepdad, who's a very funny guy, he just really let Christy have it for, <laughs> for driving so slow, so slow to the hospital, but you know, she's been a good sport about it. Um, you know, but like I said, Everything signed over to her, so she's got nothing to lose. She's she's got everything. You're right. That's she's exactly everything right. To get, to gain. Well, you know, you're a postman. You don't have that much to gain. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you know? Unless I unless I die on the route. So so that so that was yeah. My well, she, that. yeah, that's right. She gets you to the she gets you back in uniform and puts you in the mail truck. <laughs> Here, baby, you can do it. You can do it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, you know, it's kind of, um, it's, I don't know if it's disappointing, but it's definitely anticlimactic when you, when you leave the place, leave the, the, the re family reunion thinking you're going to have you a go heart. Back? That's what I want to know. Did you go back? Yes. Then we ended up driving back. Everybody's uh -huh. in bed. It's like after one o'clock when we got back. And then the next morning, of course, you know, well, what happened to you? You know, and so it's like, well, basically a bad case hey, of indigestion. She should have went to sleep, and then when she got up, you should have stayed in the camper. When she got up, she, we know he didn't make it. And it's like, what? <laughs> he said, no, I'm sorry. No, I didn't. No sense of me sticking around. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, the funeral. I I said, I told, I told my sister before we left for the hospital, because my sister – um, was concerned and, uh, she's not really ever concerned about me, but I mean, she was concerned and I said, Hey, look, if we got to have a funeral, this is a perfect time. Everybody's already in Everybody's town. here. Yeah, that's right. You could have one of them, uh, <laughs> one of them, uh, the ones where they put you in the ground within 24 hours. Yeah. Right. Everybody's they there. don't have to embalm. They could just bury you out there. And then every time they have that reunion every year, they could go. Puts a barbecue sauce on your dirt or something, you know, and <laughs> I, don't know do, you know? I don't know. And he'd have made the corn stalks grow uh, a little taller. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, wouldn't that um, wouldn't that be ironic that the I helped the corn grow and the corn put them in? You replenished <laughs> the earth. <laughs> so so yeah, so it was kind of it's kind of embarrassing that you know you you get rolled out of there thinking you got a heart attack. It's almost you almost come back feeling like. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. I didn't have a heart attack, but you know, I think everybody was glad that I made it. I don't know. 
And the saddest I part maybe about it was just an excuse to get away so you could go home and sleep at home instead of out there with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I listen. If I had brought, if I'd let her turn around in the driveway and get our, you know, get our stuff, so we could have stayed at home, we might have. But then again, you know, then if I would have really died and she turned around so I could get my contact case, it probably wouldn't have. I don't think that would have stood in the court of law. I don't know. No, well, I don't I know. know. It depends on how long or how well she gets along with the judge, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I when I was a cop, I, every once in a while I'd stop somebody that was speeding and they'd say, I'm going to the hospital. And we'd always say, okay, well, we'll take you. And or and they'll be like, well, I, well, I'm feeling better. Well, then you didn't have to go. <laughs> right? Then you didn't have to go. I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. Yeah, that, that cures them when you say, okay, get in my cop car and I'll take you. Because they, you know, not all the time, but most of the time. I'm trying to think. Everyone I ever had that said they were going to the hospital was lying now that I think about it. So you never had to deliver, you never delivered a baby in the back of a cop car? Well, I almost delivered my own, but that's another whole story there. But um, no, I never, I never, um, you know what though? There was a half a dozen times when the, when the, when the gangbangers would drive up and dump the, dump the dude in the street out in the ER door. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. They dump them out in the driveway. And I got just thinking, they had a sense of urgency, right, to get their homie to the hospital. So they just drive up and off. You know, I had, a, I had a, my grandpa's brother got dumped out of the hospital like that when his first wife stabbed him. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? Okay. So well, I mean, it's not my. These guys are dead. I, you know, I wish all the guy, all my, my, all the boys, well, with the exception of one, and maybe I can get him on the podcast. But my. My grandpa's youngest brother, uh, I think he's 85. He's still alive, but the rest of the boys are all dead. And and, and these guys were rough old, you know, World War II, Korea-type guys, hard-drinking, hard-living cats, right? Well, most of them are either like me. I'm, me and, I'm twice as big as my next youngest brother. You know, they're either uh, – in our family, you're either great big or you're little, Okay. And and the and the rumor is the the little guys make up for it in other ways, okay? Okay. So, you know they're called, you know like John C. Holmes could have been a long lost brother or whatever. But anyway, so my <laughs> grandpa tells me the the story is this uncle, uh, great uncle, my grandpa's little brother. Um, he was a little bitty guy, but he was built where it counted, and and. Of course, he's a white guy, but his he, he always married black girls, which was it's it's common today. But in the fifties, late uh, late fifties, early sixties, that was a rarity, right? Yeah. So his 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 wife came home early from work one day, and he was in bed with the neighbor, so she stabbed him a couple times, and she was going to let him lay there and die. But the more he bled, the more she felt sorry for him. So she went back over and she ran, of course, she ran the neighbor gal out when she got there, right? So she had to run back over to the neighbor gal and say, help me get him in the car. <laughs> okay. So the wife and the girlfriend get him in a car and they drive up to the hospital, the hospital I was actually born in. And they just, you'd have to see where it had used to be and just rolled up to the ER doors and, and dumped him out and sped off. 
and they came out and they came out and saved him. And, and the in the joke always for these guys to get around, if it wasn't for that extra court he had below the waist, he would have uh, a normal guy would have bled to death. <laughs> he, he had an extra court. So. <laughs> well, uh, well, it on, saved him. Well, I guess on that, I guess on that note, I I'm glad I didn't have that trip to the hospital. At least you wasn't stabbed, right? At least I wasn't. At least you didn't have the girlfriend and the ex-wife bringing you at the same time, or the wife bringing you at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, listen, listen. I I got to look at it as a blessing that after hearing that story, that I didn't get stabbed. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.